This yeah, meeting is being recorded. What this, the hell? Did whoa. you ever get that before? There was no. a voice. This meeting is being recorded. In American. In like American. C-I-A. They can just convert yeah. us to American accents. <laughs> hey, how are you liking your oatmeal? Eh, I'm going to do it all with vocal fry. But what is this going to So I can do both. I'm pressing with. So, you should add that into the into the podcast. Right. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> You've caught me unawares. I wasn't expecting to do a podcast at this well, time. Well, I wasn't. I thought you would be like, yeah, later. I um, have to, like, tame my strudel pater hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just about contained. <laughs> but you look very smart. I like your shirt. Thank you. Where is it from? Oh, Mm, somewhere cheap. Is it? Mm. Probably Top Man or something. I don't know. It doesn't look cheap. Yeah. I have quite a good knack for picking out the things that don't look like the shop they came from. Yeah. Very good. Um, it'd be really fun to be a costume. Uh, what do you like? Um, in charge of costume for films and things. I'd love to do yeah, that. Probably. Yeah. Not not the designing, but the picking stuff out. Yeah. Be great. Yeah, that probably is quite a lot. Although I bet it's actually one of those things because it is. It sounds quite a fun and easy job. They probably make it really hard in some way, like you're having to do tons of them all at the same time. And I bet also as well, mm. what happens is you pick out all this nice stuff, and I it's like it's it. weird because yeah, that's it. It's like you're the expert. You know, you have all this kind of background, all this research, pick out this like beautiful costumes and all this stuff. And then the director is like, no, nah, I don't like that. Let's go mm. with this one. And you're like, ah! yeah, <laughs> they're like, my seven year old daughter came up with this design. Let's use that instead. And you're just like, although I've read, I've seen interviews with uh, some films where they're just like, like, you know, interviews with the costume uh, department. What are they called? Costume yeah. department, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so. And they put like a lot of thought into it. It's not just kind of like picking, you know, if they're like a lot of research and the colours and like what impression this gives of the character and things like that. So, yeah. Even on ones that look really bland, there's always like someone who's come up with this. Yeah. Oh. Interestingly, on um, I'm a big Reddit user and uh, it's, you know, a while ago we talked quite a lot about the Queen's Gambit. The mm. Queen's Gambit has shown up more in sewing threads than in sort of chess ones. Right, interesting. Are obsessed with but the, I don't know why, the because there's tons of things from that period. It wasn't very yeah, original. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't I really there are get lots it. Of things, yeah, loads yeah. of things. Like it's not. I, like... I suppose it's probably because maybe it's younger people are being introduced to it that way. So perhaps they haven't watched other sort of period. Well, it's not really period. What do we call that? You sort do call it period. It's weird. It? Yeah, thought... period. Because um, yeah. we were looking up, we wanted to watch a period uh, drama last night, and some things are coming up like, what? <laughs> like 60s. So, what does, so it just means anything sort of not contemporary? I mean, it, it doesn't to me, but maybe in the... Uh, maybe yeah, that's strange. I, I would assumed it meant Victorian. Because or... where does that end? Like, mm. you could say that, like, the early noughties are, like, period dramas then. Yeah, <laughs> this is a period sense. podcast as of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Every photo of you is a photo of you when you were younger. Yeah. <laughs> But it's so gloomy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like at least the wind the just kind of started. died down. Yeah. Because the, the wind was just it, oh. it puts me on edge for some time for some reason the wind. It, it does. And also 
normally as well the wind is it's kind of puts you on edge but it brings fine weather after it and here it just brings more bloody wind it's just like wind followed by wind followed by more wind <laughs> and with like bits of like oh. horrendous rain in between in a school it's just horrible like the kids are just feral and you always forget what i always forget like it's always like you go into work and you're like and, it, and i suppose it makes everyone like you say like I must be affected as well, but kids particularly. And then you start and you're like, why are they all completely insane? And then halfway through the day, like, ah, oh, it's the wind. And it honestly, mm. just like the rise in like bad behavior and detentions and like, yeah. look at you, I think you could study it. Like, it'd be quite interesting. Cause what is it? Like, does it, it just makes you on edge. Is that it? There must be more to it than that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it sort of throws, I could imagine, because it feels like animals go a bit strange with wind as mm. well. And because it does throw out quite a lot of your senses because you kind of impairs your hearing, you know, because you can only, this sort of sounds carry sort of from this, sort of from the direction of the wind, but it can mm. be kind of harder to hear. It's I think stressful. also the, yeah, there's the atmospheric pressure is often. Yeah, because before low form, it would be, wouldn't you it? Feel low pressure. Nuts. Yeah. But you feel yeah. nuts in different ways. Usually people feel like stressed and anxious before a storm and then it's kind of released. Yeah. But when they get like really hyperactive and distressed, it's like, yeah, it's very bizarre. You can't just can't control, can't control them. There's a cat yeah. as well that's like wandering around our neighborhood and it was around this morning. It's just like yowling, but maybe that's because of the wind. Just like, what do you want? Yeah. It's just like walking round and round the car park, like <laughs> really loud. <laughs> oh. um but also in um i read about in, in crazy ex-girlfriend there's an episode where um there's a wind a particular wind that they get in south california the catabatic wind and they have the character who's the wind is my one of my favorites and he has a song and the whole thing is about like how it makes people do crazy things so that must be and i looked it up and it's like it's a phenomenon it's a particular kind of wind that i don't know I didn't really understand what was particular about it, but it makes people crazy and they have a rise in crime and stuff when it comes. I can't remember the name of it now, but I heard about, I think it's in Venezuela or something, that there's this storm which just happens all the time. It just never ends. Uh, oh, here we are. It's the Catatumbo. Catatumbo. That everlasting. sounds the same, doesn't it? Cata Light lightning storm. Mm, catatonic. Um, maybe it's the same kind of, maybe it's like a tropical storm or something. Yeah. Perhaps in so it America doesn't, it they isn't get actually the going all or... the time, but it's it's some big river. Um, oh. it, it originates uh, more than a kilometer high, occurs on 140 to 160 nights a year for nine hours a day. Um, and so you get lightning 16 to 40 times a minute, apparently. It's just constant lightning. Wow, that's quite exciting. Yeah, there's so many mad, mad bits of the like you feel like I feel like I've heard. The, the, you know, sort of all these sort of various strange bits of nature, um, you know, so sort of like rock formations and mm. and various things. Like that. I feel like, you know, you would have heard of a lot of the good ones by now. And it feels like I've just discovered this year, particularly lo loads of new sort of really crazy ones. Like there's these sort of hills in China that are sort of coloured like rainbows, um, just naturally. It's just sort of the, the way the geology kind of comes up. Mm. It's a sort of stripy rock formation. Sorry, I just started thinking and... about the clapping then in the middle of what you were talking about. Sorry, <laughs> trying to work it out like a puzzle. Sorry, sorry. I, I like this delayed thing as well. That's like Homer Simpson. I'm going like, 
I'm not slow and looking around and the room's empty. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when you're doing a crossword puzzle or something and you're like, or like jigsaw, it's like, oh, you're still going through the the puzzle in your head. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got that. Was, there's like some word. Um, I should just read the book because it's it's in um, London Fields, I think. No, no, not sorry. It's in, it's in um, Lucky Jim. Uh, there's this word and I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Something to do about like the poor state of his trousers. And it's been in my head now for weeks trying to remember what, what this word is. What particular word that you didn't yeah. know before? You mean? Yeah, I hope the I hope the listener, this old listener, is yelling it at the whatever <laughs> device they listen to this from, being like, "It's obviously that word." Pretty sure it begins with D. D. Yeah, D- it's like D- not night, d- dilapidated or dilapidated is good. Uh, but it's not that. But that doesn't apply to trousers, would it? Derisory. Mm. You know, there's lots of words around it which are like. Mm. Anyway. Mm. not important not related to the podcast <laughs> um although yeah, it's I was thinking, if we did wait like if you clap at the same t- sorry no this is just boring talk about it after. Just like if you cl- so you can't line the claps up because that's not where to go from but, Ooh, you but, if, you're, but if you're quiet for a while afterwards what you can do is you start from the clap and then you but the conversation we have should line up if we wait for each other to speak afterwards. So that's just a wait place to start, but I should be able to link it. Say, if you wait like 30 seconds, no, not that long, 10 seconds of silence afterwards, and then you say something and I reply, well, then I know to link that up, right? Uh, there's that thing, yeah, you can work out what the delay is by saying Marco Polo kind of thing, just sort of see how quickly you reply. So I oh, say something. So I say Marco and you say really Polo as quickly as possible. As... But... You're gonna to have to. Why, edit this do, bit out why now, do Americans you? have that Marco Polo thing? I don't know actually. Why is it Who Marco Polo? Well, Marco Polo was an explorer, right? But he was I can't Italian, remember if he was fictional, wasn't he? Was he fictional? I don't think no, so. No, he was real. He was real. But why? Why? Because um, he was exploring. But why? I just him? got excited about him. I mean, I suppose it's also one of those things where perhaps it's more that in you the UK we're kind of like oh ignore famous explorers unless they were British. So we're all about. Francis Drake and things. I can't say um, that Americans are better at like talking about the rest of the world than we are. That can't be true. No, but I mean that they would pick, but they but for any history which so predates America. No, he's he's Venetian. So but history which predates America, there's no reason for them to pick British history, whereas the you know in the UK you do. Mm. So he was born in Venice, went all over the place. Well, I know him from Italo Calvino because he writes uh, in Invisible Cities. It's about a, a, um, Marco Polo, like visiting different cities, and it's yeah, sort of magic realism. But it's based on Marco Polo's stories about his travels to someone else, Kublai Khan. He's talking yeah. in a conversation with Kublai Khan and saying about where he's gone. Who was the Emperor Shizu of One, the fifth Kangan Emperor of the Mongol Empire? Cool. 1260 to 1294. Did you listen to that thing I sent you about the different accents in English? It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. I, so I, I felt they got very modern quite quickly. I felt like suddenly after about only 15, from only 90s, from eighteen hundreds. I thought yeah, but they were even really the, even the like seventeen hundreds is quite different, and I found that really interesting because someone was saying in the comments like because he has another one as well on. Uh, well, that's different. But he, people were saying, I'm from wherever, 
or like my family's from here and it's uncanny it was like listening to my grandmother um and they were saying you know it makes you realize that so the 1700s was when people were going over to america and so then and you listen to it and it's got aspects of kind of irish in it it sounds kind of irish mm-hmm. but it's like that sort of um well he's got all these terms for it but i, I don't know the linguistic terms but it's sort of a bit more like the vowels are softer and the um well the consonants are softer actually aren't they because it's like the water and things and you can see where the american accents come from but like mm-hmm. blended with you know all the dutch people coming in and irish and these different nationalities but it makes more sense and i kind yeah. of never thought about the fact that it would have sounded so different like especially and he just one about um shakespeare's english like what it would have might have sounded like and uh he's comparing it to southern american and he's this amazing subject so he reads this extract to macbeth in like a southern american accent and then he reads it in what they think would have been actually shakespeare in english um and it's much closer to what we now think of as southern american than it is to like because we sort of think as shakespeare of like oh you've got to read it in this sort of rp kind of proper voice and it's just not at all because there's so much yeah. evidence that he's like the i've heard quite a lot of things, where they, things. yeah where they yeah. do read it in sort of a more an older english we don't quite i never know what the term is because it's like if you say old english you're like oh no that's a specific thing yeah. but you know what i mean this sort of middle yeah. english sort of english, early yeah. or something because um yeah, because they say that a lot of the, the the rhymes and the iambic pentameter only works yeah. when you read it like that. And I think that's probably as well how they work out how it was pronounced because they're yeah. like, this person is clearly trying to rhyme, so these yeah, things must be pronounced that's like what that. what he says, like, that's, yeah. yes. But I love the way he made, like, a story for each person and that they mm. were, like, related and they had, like, really cute... I found it really relaxing. I've listened to it three times now. I just find it oh, really... Yeah. And he's really, like... Just Could you understand the early ones, though? Um the first time I listened, I understood bits because the first one he's talking about, about having moths. The moths in your yeah. clothes, the moths in your wool, the moths in your head. <laughs> like, but then I put the subtitles on. I was like, oh. Because oh, there were some the words that were so different because he was like, he was going, moths in your head, moths, moths in your head. And I thought he was saying hedge. Mm. But it's hide, which is your skin. So just a completely oh. different word. Oh. And things like that are really fascinating because it also, if you put the subtitles on, you can see it makes you realize more things like, you know, why we have, for instance, like a silent K. So they would have said Kano, like more like Scandinavian pronouncing the K. Um, and night, like sort of Nigit, like they're sort of pronouncing all the letters. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why we've got these letters that, uh, that we don't use anymore. It's quite interesting. And it also like, sounds a bit, you know, the way um, people often ooh. say sort of Swedish is all that kind of blurdy birdie. Oh, I've frozen. Frozen. Why? <laughs> I can, I, I'm frozen to myself as well. This is peculiar. Wow. Should I turn my video back off now? Perhaps you're not there anymore. <laughs> okay, moving now. Um, but yeah, where everything is a bit blurdy, 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 blurdy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, up and down. Did you go to any things as a kid? Like we were, was our school, we went to the Jorvik Viking Centre. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't remember. There's it a lot. A child. Of, I felt there was like all these sort of waxwork things that were sort of speaking mm. like that back then. But mm. again, we, we couldn't particularly understand. Um, I mean, also it seems like the com- the conversations that they have sort of tend to be quite um, matter of fact about you know <laughs> the, the yeah things like moths eating your skin and people throwing raw sewage at you. Yeah, well, I like the way he'd fitted it to the time. You know, the things that they might have might have been happening quite cool 
Yeah, it's clever. Anyhow, that's someone else's. <laughs> someone else's podcast, but it's cool. Yeah, no, I heard that also podcast. with um, that with Scouse as well. That you kind of uh, the Scouse accent is kind of a mix of Welsh and English. And He's got South a video African. on that. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, you can imagine if you mix together those accents, it would probably sound a bit like Scouse. It made me think of, because he wasn't wearing it in the one that you saw, but in another video, the one where he's talking about the Shakespeare's English, and he's wearing a shirt a bit like yours today. And, like, people in the comments, there's so many comments in there, like, really, like, interesting, you know, sort of nice comments and nice people. And they're like, this is so fascinating. And then someone just said, like, yes, yes, it's really fascinating. But did anyone think that his shirt was really awesome? And then there's, like, <laughs> literally... 96 comments just people just chatting about his shirt do you think it's like more 60s or 90s or like what <laughs> um i watched this video on i can't remember what it was about it was about something and the guy's shirt was really cool and mm. then at the end he was like oh by the way this shirt comes from um well i'll give them a we, we haven't done any any paid promotions this is unpaid but from madcap um oh. who make all this kind of um retro looking oh did you look it up i think i sent you a link to these people already anyway I ended, ended oh you might have done yeah shirt from them but not this one. Ah, yeah it's nice to have recommendations like that yeah madcapengland.com um mm. well we talked about your shirt but no one can see it mine's from that that's true. i've forgotten what it's called now but i've got a studio ghibli t-shirt which i haven't worn out oh, nice. anywhere but i really like it wear it out today uh, I don't think I'm going anywhere today. <laughs> it's horrible. It's Just down on the seafront and be like, my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch Eurovision later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, maybe. Like someone at work in, in the US. The, weirdly, the US office gets really excited about it. Oh, that's good. Um, I think more because it's also like... they're excluded. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also, I think because it's so mad that it's also less, just like the whole thing is just like completely bonkers. Yeah, that's why it's um, great. But it is so completely wrong because I think I think that was actually the way the way it struggled for a while was people were trying to take it seriously and then people were like actually no this is just the most bonkers. But I over the top. Well, that would just sound like really hipster, but because it's that thing of like I liked it before it. You know, oh, I liked it's, it. Yeah, yeah but I liked but it when it was a, serious. But there is but an we'll element of that, anyway. like when something's ironic, like you're enjoying it because it's like because something the the best fun is when something takes itself really seriously, but it's camp and silly. And then you can kind of laugh at it. And that was when it was at its best, like when Terry Wogan was presenting it and it would be like, God, look at these. Like, it's a bit, maybe it's a bit, there's a bit of a snootiness behind it because it's kind of like, oh, all these like lesser countries that like are trying to be really serious about their music and it's just really bad. And that was the joke. It's just like, oh, it's just really cheesy. Whereas we always have a sense in England of like, we know that it's bad. And so we're aiming for it to be bad. And now I feel like, because of internet because i think before it was like all these sort of isolated things and they'd be desperate you know because like this is this is the pinnacle of our like be like really <laughs> it's really bad um and now it's just like a camp fest and now it's become like sort of drag yeah. or something you know what i mean like it's like just total everybody is just trying to camp it up and knows that it's ridiculous do you think as well there's more awareness of other countries now in a strange yeah. way because although that's what i mean weird, it's like, like, like yeah that when sort of like perhaps our parents' generation, or there was a sort of generation mm. where it's weird in that it feels like you were taught geography very much in terms of like memorizing the names and capitals and flags of many countries, although yeah. probably with a bit of a, a, a strong bias towards um, Commonwealth ones. And then and then it kind of like that sort of petered out. So we didn't like geography for me was just all about sort of landforms and, and things like that. You know, we didn't learn anything yeah, about same. countries. Yeah, 
um, which was which is probably the more interesting aspect of geography because it's like what's the point of learning it's not political geography that's interesting yeah i suppose it's more history you're right yeah it's it's politics and history it's it's just about borders and um then but i think one of the things also that's changed it a lot is is football strangely i mean at least in the uk because it's like the never give any thought towards that (laughs) yeah well because um you know but but the people like well because players come from all over the world and yeah. so there's a lot that, like it's just interesting anyone who's interested in football like knows so much about about countries through the through the lens of football <laughs> so they're kind of like you know the, you sort of suddenly know all these names of countries and you might you know know their flags and all sorts of things like that but in relation to the fact that you would expect to see them at the world cup and how good they are there you just kind of, if you're good at football as a nation yeah you will suddenly have a much more elevated kind of um Never thought about number it. of people that that know i think um film and tv that's changed that as well because it, i don't know or it's just social media really isn't it because you can just anyone can access it unless you're in a country where you can't but there's very yeah. few countries <laughs> where you can't i mean most of the world now even china and i mean it's probably in fact how how many are there that you where people literally can't like even in in china like people have a lot like they're hugely on the internet and there's like ways yeah. around it and you know they're sort of sneaky well there's what i think is the, you have to think though <laughs> so north korea a, maybe is the one of the few places yeah but you have to think also one of the things there's a, obviously a what's the word for it a, a kind of like a, a filter bias in that Mm. it's sort of like all the people that you know that i know that in china they're kind of like oh they know ways to sneak around the firewall it seems mm. but it's like yes but of course the people who don't you never hear about because they're stuck yeah, on the, exactly. the firewall yeah, yeah and there yeah, are yeah. also of course yeah. a billion chinese people and i only know about five so it's not a great uh, great sample that number thing is really like mind-blowing because um when i was looking up stuff about the untamed and it like when you look at stuff someone on this blog was trying to explain it to kind of even to people in america which is huge compared to here but you know kind of in terms of europe really where we're like yes but this show is massive like it's all over and then when you look at the numbers you're like yes but like this number of people like billion people whatever are following you know buying or whatever and they're like yes but there are like however many i'm not going to know the numbers but like people in china that are just like billions and billions and billions and billions and this isn't even a drop like this doesn't even feature on the chart so to us it seems like but they must be like the most popular thing there because this is like a lot of people and they're like not in terms of like if if something's really popular in china it's like fucking mind-boggling numbers which is just so hard to get your head around yeah it really is I suppose it's strange, yeah, the way there was the global reach now, because it used to be that sort of yeah. you know, growing up in the UK, you would sort of sometimes hear, you know, so it was always EastEnders was like the most popular thing on TV. <laughs> and I feel like it peaked at about sort of 15 million people watching it or something like okay. that. So even then it was about a quarter of like... Well, everyone would watch children. things at the same time as well, wouldn't they? Like, yeah. like uh, what was it like? Dal- was it Dal- Dallas? Is it called that? Oh, what the last one to know who shot JR? Yeah, I didn't and Bride's Head yeah. apparently there was like crashes like everyone would make tea in the in the yeah advert breaks and there'd be like a power crash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to work with this woman who was previously at um, National uh, National Grid, and they sort of said how they had all these they had people sort of just going through the TV schedule to work out when there might be power That's spikes so and funny. things like that. Because so cool. there's um there's some sort of <laughs> reservoir I think in Wales or somewhere which you can turn on 
power oh. very quickly if you need to. So it's kind of like they're like, okay, half time during the World Cup. You know, wow. let's crank up the power to you know all that those must kettles. be still true for some things yeah like the super bowl in america and yeah she said it wasn't actually as football, as big as you think as well that it's sort of one of those things that the press loves to write about but it's yeah. it's not it like just a sounds sudden, sudden exciting sh- doesn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 anywho um yeah but yeah, Wait. here we are on our podcast without a billion listeners. <laughs> even one listener. <laughs> Gosh. And I've been neglecting them. <laughs> yeah. I don't I feel like... They are pretty mysterious to us, so perhaps even somewhat aloof, you know, given the multiple, multiple aloof, cries yeah. for them. Haughty. Yeah. <laughs> Just one haughty listener. <laughs> what? I'm getting some kind of weird echo, and I don't know if it's something in the background. What, or inside your head itself? Or inside my head. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I was gonna. I was about to say, have you watched any good films lately? Why was I going to say that? You literally no. will not no. have. I thought about it, though. Yeah, that's good. What did you think about? about I just thought about generally. Just about generally which... about films? <laughs> I was like, oh, I could watch a film at some point in the future. That was, that was about as far as the thought got. I thought I could just watch it on my laptop. That would be nice and easy. Wouldn't have to fiddle around with like moving things. Mm. Have you gone in at all to work? You still no, at home? no, still at home. Yeah. Due back in September is the plan. Okay. Weird. Hmm. Hmm. Definitely, it's quite strange. I wandered around the city a little bit yesterday. Was it a wardrobe opening? Oh, it's doing washing up. <laughs> okay. It's just in my head. Cameo. Very loud. Listen to washing up for the listener. What? I'll just put, put her down as a, as a guest. So the video thing was weird. All these video recordings of all our conversations have just turned up on my computer, even though I asked it not to record video, and even though they weren't there before, genuinely were not there before, they've just appeared. For like way it's, back. It's the CIA. It's freaky. And then I was just like watching them and it's so weird watching yourself on a video because it's weird enough watching yourself on a video but when you don't know you're being recorded. So this is genuinely how you are when you're just sort of chatting to someone and relax. Although I suppose we're on a Don't you find it strange call. all the people now, like on Reddit, like it's quite a lot of stuff that shows up where people, something strange happens inside their own house and then they like post a video of head. it inside their head and what it is they've got one of those things like ring or you know there's these like security cameras so there's quite a lot of people that just have that now inside their house like they're on why it's like Like they're on paranormal activity yeah i guess well i I see they kind of use it as a sort of burglar alarm type thing so it's kind of like hey if you're out and you get burgled then you can watch someone burgling your house again and again on video (laughs) and perhaps it's perhaps it's useful for the police or something um, I mean, I, it's also one of those it things because it started off with like baby monitors that so people would like, let's mm. get a camera. And cat, uh, like, pets. People yeah, have pet pets. monitors. Yeah. But it's kind of a bit bizarre, isn't it? It's very bizarre. And particularly so when that, that, that stuff ends up on other, because it's like, particularly yeah. if like some of these things get leaked and that kind of stuff. And then people I know. are like, it's a very Because I know early line. on, yeah, 
early on with baby monitors, they said quite a lot of them just basically, you could just walk around with like one of those receivers and just pick up any of the kind of ones that were going on nearby. But also like, uh, say you were in a relationship and then it turned out it was like an abusive relationship or someone you, or you broke up and the person was like, mean they could use this footage of you. Very intimate. Hmm. Yeah, they're recording it all. Yeah. I suppose Seems you're strange. not recording it, that's true. But you could well, you, you can be. No, you usually are, I think. But I think it's and kind it of one of those things where... Of, ooh, it's very dark. A bit like with a dash cam, where it kind of perhaps is just recording, but wipes it unless you say to keep it. Have you? Yeah. Did you ever read or watch The Nanny Diaries? Or know anything no, about it? Never. Um, it was a real... It was a book, and it was based on... I don't think it was a real story, but it was based on real things of, like, nannies for very rich um, people in... New York I think and just treating their nannies like really really badly and um like how just like completely neglecting their children and just like like really awful things and this person sort of exposed it and um in the story anyway which, which must be based on something that the the parents had put a camera hidden it inside a teddy in their child's room to like spy on the nanny and the mm. nanny finds it and then records this like you know damning sort of thing saying like your child needs you and you're neglecting them and like this is what you've done to me and like you know just kind of exposing them and give them a telling off <laughs> and then walked out but yeah that's a really that's really creepy and like so paranoid it's like we well, feel that paranoid just look after your own fucking kid yeah <laughs> there's that well there's that horrendous episodes where they have it where the kind of chip is implanted inside their child's head so they can see oh god that one's just yeah. ridiculously grim yeah. but it's so it's so silly it's a bit like over i don't know if it's that silly i think honestly that technology but the is story not... was a bit over oh yeah though. But, it's, like, it's, but that's yeah, okay. kind of one of the things that is, is really quite terrifying with Black Mirror is that a lot of that technology is mm. it's on the cusp of like it's not we haven't created it today but it's kind of like the research yeah it probably could have something like that in you know 10 years or so if they wanted it mm. it's more of a kind of um allegory really though isn't it like you know, mm. uh, rather than the technology. I think Charlie Brooke has said that. It's kind oh, of, yeah. He is interested in the technology, but it's more about, like, the social implications of things. Like, you know, even if we don't have that technology, that there's that idea still that, like, how much do you monitor your child's education? How much, when do you let them go? You know, like, how much do you protect them from the world? And when does it become abuse that you're, like, just protecting them yeah. from the world? And it's really yeah. hard to navigate. Well, and, yeah, and I guess that they're, their protection ended up being the most damaging thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, like she can't witness anything too scary, just like she doesn't see it or something. So there's like a dog barking or something. And it's like a really dangerous dog and she can't she can't even see it. What I can't remember what happens because it's supposed to filter out videos, isn't it? So it's a filter rather than on the filters on your computer. It's like if she's watching something on her phone, if something violent comes up, she just can't see it. I don't remember that But it happens in real life. That's what it's yeah. set up as. So then, so then when things, so like something happens to her at school, like someone gets into a fight or like hits her and she just blanks because she can't witness anything useful, violent. No, that's the point. Like but the idea up, was like, yeah. I want to filter so she doesn't have to see anything damaging on the internet. But then it's like bleeding into real life, which is not probably very realistic, but 
but it's that thing of like if you don't prepare your child for dangerous difficult unpleasant things and for feeling fear and for dealing with it then they can't deal with it and then they're not mm. equipped to deal with life you have to like develop that part of your brain it's really it's really hard I can't actually remember where like what's happening now in the film but I'm gonna have to I mean now it was so long ago that I wrote these things it was like wasn't it just last week yeah, but I'd, I'd, I'd written it and watched it like ages before. Oh. So they watched a load altogether. I see. And I can't um, remember I... what's happening. Oops. So anyone listening to it, it's just like, but you've only just talked about it, but it was, yeah, so I shouldn't reveal it, but it's been a long time. Well, I'm hoping that not too many people are relying on this as their kind <laughs> of, you know, it's an important guide <laughs> to watching this film. Yes, I'll just enjoy the background so do you think we're on are we on minute 33 i think so because i couldn't see this that in my files where so he's he, he creeps into his own appointment department to avoid yes being hurt. yeah he's sneaking yes. back because he's just in the last one she, he was in her, her flat and then he says he's going to go and get his dad's camera and he leaves and uh and he has to pretend to leave the building because she doesn't know he lives opposite and he's going down the stairs yeah. and then he, yeah. he starts coming back well that sort of happened in, yeah so he's just i think he just um just got back up yeah he's just going back up the stairs at the beginning yeah okay and it's funny because he then is creeping around inside his own house and yeah like, he sneaks know, do you, do you, <laughs> have you ever done that i feel like i've done things like that as well yeah. where it's kind of like <laughs> it's, it's weird because it's like yeah there's there's no reason why you shouldn't be in your flat there's nothing and also there's nothing suspicious i mean it's like yeah he could come like you know obviously your neighbor could come back at any time just because yeah. you've had some person around, you don't go thinking, oh, that must be... But she might hear. But, I mean, it would just sound like, I mean, he must have been making noises before. No, it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I put that it's cute, the way he's sneaking around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. I was like, wait, where is he still sneaking? <laughs> he's in his yeah. flat. Yeah. Because <laughs> he sort of sneaks, uh, sneaks into funny. the bathroom and pours a bar. Um, he feels so. guilty, maybe, as well. But he's yeah. lied to her. Yeah. Um, so he gets in the bath, get a bit of snaky, um what's his face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Gail. <laughs> uh, he's tiny. He's like tiny bath sized. He's small enough that in a small bath they can fit someone else in with him. <laughs> yeah. Um which, which... You know, right. as if he didn't know, then it happens amazingly. Well, it's, it's, it's quite, it's a decent sized bath, but yeah, he's quite small. But it's a normal bath size, isn't it? I don't know. Well, who knows? Normal. We're not small bath. You know, I've been to places where you have like tiny baths. There was like some flats in in uh, Manhattan where the bath is only about, um, you know, like four foot long. So it That's so like unsatisfying. Well, that the, just the assumes that no one is going to have a bath, isn't it? It's just somewhere to stand. Yeah, it really is. In a way, you kind of like, why not just make it's it depressing. a shower tray? Because I guess you could have, you can only have a bath, but your knees would have to be up. Mm, especially for um, tall. Yeah. There'd just be a tiny bit of you under the water at any given yeah. time. I guess it could be satisfactory if it's quite deep. So My dream is to have like a massive, one of those massive round baths that in a bathroom that has like picture windows, like really high up, looking out over like mountains and lakes. <laughs> Or the sea. Did you ever see um, 
the ridiculous bath I had when I lived in Brooklyn. No. The this um apartment I lived in had. Uh, Did I even go there? No. no. Um, but I wonder if I might have sent change photos because it had uh, it had um all mirrors on one wall, and then all three other walls had mirrors kind of just set above the height of the bath, going all the way around, and then it was um. No. What's, Why would you like, want wood, that? wood paneling and then wow. this big sort of marble plinth with wow. a jacuzzi bath set into it wow but actually even for the size it was it kind of wasn't actually that big you know it's kind of one of those yeah. things that takes up a lot of floor they space just wanted but to be flashy and yeah you could at best fit you know three people or quickly into it but, oh um, well that's quite big yeah but i mean three you, people. Could, you could you could yeah i suppose yeah. but um <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't you know, it wasn't like a hot tub kind of. Did we stay thing. at your f- flat when we went to New York? Did we sleep? Um, I yeah, can't remember. I mean, that that was at that place in. Um, I have no memory of it. In probably really out of it. I'm just tired from journey. Yeah, I, don't I think know. you stayed on the floor because we arrived really early, didn't we? And then had like mm. a massive breakfast with like waffles and cream and chocolate and things. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like America. And the breakfast having been in on the train from montreal for like 24 hours i think oh you got the train That's yeah because cool. it stopped we just yeah. got, we just got delayed which i the thought train... was quite fun and nathan got really stressed about it, and i was just like oh, I, I just moved to another carriage because i was like i just want to enjoy this and it's got, like an experience and he was just stressing out so i was like i'll just leave you to stress out and go and sit somewhere i was else. amazed how slow the trains are in america so like, slow um, because I'd never got the train. And they had to, no priority because they were like, we're having to stop because there's yeah, like freight a freight trains. train yeah, that's more important. That's, and we're like, okay. That's why they're slow. Yeah. So we're just sitting here waiting by a field yeah. with cows in it. Because <laughs> I, I never went, I went to, when I went to Montreal, I went by coach, but I did get the train to uh, Vermont, which is you know over half the way there. Mm. And yeah, it was so slow. It was like, honestly, you could, you could have just jumped off the train and run alongside it. Mm. Well, yeah, because we were waiting outside New York and you could see the station. We just sat there for like an hour. Like literally you could get out and walk there, like just walk (laughs) along the tracks and you'd be there. It's really frustrating. They didn't provide anything. I remember like no like compensatory anything. Like not even water, I don't think. Or maybe a small bottle of water. You might have been able to get a refund though. No, we tried. I think we tried. tried? Yeah. And they said no. Because I know I did get a refund on something where, uh, I forget why, but it was kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can't get it, you just have to ask, but nobody tells you that it's yeah. possible. Um, hmm. Wait, why are we talking about trains? I don't know. <laughs> Going He's into in New York. Oh, because you're oh, talking about tiny your baths. tub tiny in, baths, in, yeah. in New York. Um, so he's in the bath and then Martine appears. And her, I saw wait, the wait, actress he's, he's in, in something. Did I show he's you? In, he's in the real bath. And yeah. then he closes, he falls asleep, I guess. And then he's, he's, yeah. his bath is now transported to his boss's office in the previous. And it, and the water is made of cellophane. Yeah. Like and the then, water in, uh, like the thing they were doing in uh, Stephanie's apartment. Yeah. Cellophane sweet wrappers. Yeah. Which he said his mum. And then Martine to. like rises up out of the cellophane. <laughs> yes. And has um, delicate. Something Naked. sweet rippers uh, kind of strategically placed on her boobs, yeah, um, to preserve dignity, as people say. I don't know if it's undignified. I think it's just senses, isn't it? You can't show nipple. No, this is a French female film. nipple. It's not though, because it's. Oh, is it not? No. Oh. 
um, she starts like kissing him and flirting with him and being all like, which is obviously, yeah. So he obviously does, he's like, she's in his fantasy. But do you think he's just fantasizing about her because Guy has like gone, oh, you know, she'll do all this stuff. And so like, it's kind of in his impressionable mind, he's like, she's an option. So it's that's how he sees her as a sexual object because I think she, maybe it's really, perhaps that, somewhat over, yeah. I mean, I think that kind of like perhaps is too. Why deep. would he fancy? I think her, I think like, they, they kind of were like we have to have some kind of yeah I don't know because she's sort of older and she's not really been very nice to him and like that doesn't seem any like reason she hasn't been flirty with him. No, not, well, she, her, her character is not exactly very developed, let's say. No. <laughs> like, her, her real character. I mean, she's just honestly been like, That's do true. you want to go on the ski trip? Yeah, you know, she's kind of obsessed slightly with excitable, yeah. Slightly excitable way. Um, <laughs> so it's unclear as to whether there might be some yeah. flirtatious dynamic between them. Yeah, it's not very um, developed, you're right. Um, and he says, I can't, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> and then he says, I feel guilty. And I was translating this, so I don't know. Some of my translation might be bad because he says some things in French. Uh, he says, I can't spend all my life hiding in my apartment. Um, and then... This is still in the dream as well, yeah. Yeah, this is a dream. And then there's a shot of him asleep. So we know it cuts from his head in the dream. Does that come here? I've written it, but I don't know if it comes here, so that we see that he is dreaming and he's fallen asleep in the bath. Oh, maybe. I might miss that, but yes. Um, so we know it's a dream. So right. now we're kind of getting this impression that he has these dreams a lot because he's had them before. Yeah. That blend with reality. Um, and, then, and then it's like we see that it's like the office. Yeah, or maybe we did before, but um, the head of the bath is like, the office desk and it's got like the stamp and things on it yeah i was trying to work out if they were actual things whether this which part of this was a model it's really hard to sort of tell like because were the things on the desk were they actual objects or were they like models of things i think they were just the objects looks... yeah i mean i presumed it was just the, the actual desk i mean i, yeah. I kind of wondered as to whether they just did actually how many desks they have where they destroy yeah. the desk and therefore they have to be like let's film it so that we have to do all the things before we cut the bath into the desk mm. Don't know. yeah uh and then he looks around guiltily before he lays back into the bubbles and i can't remember if this is cellophane now or water yeah and i thought it's very full the bath yeah oh, well the bath is very full in when he in before he goes to sleep in the dream he has filled the bath up yeah it's quite it's quite a fashionable bathroom now as well it's kind of because it's got these sort of pattern tiles Mm. i checked i mean obviously it would be this because we we only see a little bit of the bathroom in that earlier scene um were you getting bathroom envy (laughs) where he's shaving yeah and uh so it's got it's a sort of pink tub with um a sort of little row of pink tiles as well but the rest of the tiles are sort of green patterned Mm. quite sort of 60s um do you think it was sorry I was just said, do you think it was very full to hide his body? But he's probably wearing shorts. <laughs> I don't think he is, because I think later, if you do a slow frame by frame, which I have been, I think he is Ooh. fully naked. Well, you see his bum. Yeah. Uh, I noticed as well. Yeah, but it, I, he wouldn't be fully naked, would he, on a film set? Like, he'll have some kind of... What do you want to do? Maybe not. 
do you think? Yeah, they, yeah, they always do. In France? Yeah. In France, everyone's naked all the time. No. <laughs> There's still lots. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, wait, there was some good detail. Oh, this is it. Also, so the bath that he, he gets into in real life has sort of handles on the side, but oh. in the boss's one, there's sort of taps in the middle because there's two of them in it. It would be, you know, they have to have taps. Oh, it's a different bath. It's a different bath, yeah. Oh, looks, I didn't even looks, notice that. Oh, dear. It's pink, but it's of, you know, it's quite, it's somewhat different. So his dream yeah. bath is different from the reality, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. And wait, this is the best bit. Where is it? I need to find the frame that this happens on. But I don't know if we'd noticed, maybe we had noticed this before, but um, uh, Martine is wearing a wedding ring. Oh. What? Yes. Do you think that's a mistake? Don't know. Maybe maybe she's married in real life and uh, you know just didn't think to. They didn't yeah, that's know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't that's fit her way. character, does it? No, not especially. I mean, it might it might be. Unless that's um, how he sees her in the yeah dream. And she wears her wears her glasses in the bath. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I have to look out for this wedding ring. In um, I, I could maybe hmm. scan back through. Oh my god, I didn't notice any of these things. But, but yeah. I saw this film, uh, Personal Shopper. With Kristen Stewart, and it's um, in in France. I think he's a French director, and uh, that the actress who plays Martine was in it. Ah, cool. It's, it's interesting because also actually, like, it's it's very much that she is kind of like smooching onto him, and he's like being like, no, no, yeah, do this. that's what I mean. Which we kind of take as a kind of like. So she's like a predator because he's now keen on because he's now keen on um, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie, Charlotte, perhaps, perhaps, or Charlotte, but just not. Keen on Martin, but I don't because I mean, obviously, he's conjuring her into his dream, yeah, to some extent, yeah. And what do people so if you think of like dreams that you've had of like colleagues, sometimes you do have like sexy dreams about colleagues, and you're like, What? I don't fancy them at all. And then yeah. you're going to work, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> I think it, well, <laughs> it can definitely them. be that that your brain is kind of like. When you're having a dream, it needs someone to kind of like be in that yeah. role. It just sort of like grabs almost like yes. the first character that it has to hand. That's true. Um, but it's weird because sometimes it does. You, you, I find as well, you could sort of sometimes your brain suddenly dredges up characters. Yes. Like people from so long ago, yes. you know, like people who sort of like primary school. I know. To the point that you're kind of like, there's no even real discernible feature that could, because it's like, you know, it's like someone you knew when you were eight mm. and you're having a dream where you're like 40. But I bet. And so this person is also 40, but you're like, you have no idea what the 40-year-old version but of this is. I bet having done some like EMDR type stuff, which is where you, it's really interesting. EMDR? So EMDR is like um, a thing that's used in therapy, which is basically about like eye movement or like tapping, but it's about, um, it's about memory really. It's nothing sort of very magical, but it's just kind of like you... So if someone had a, a trauma um, or they're like always feeling in this kind of panicky way when something happened, they didn't, maybe they, it's, it's not necessarily that you don't know why, but it's just like you're trying to kind of work through this thing. Then mm-hmm. you kind of go into the state of the feeling and then you just, you either like tap, it's just a way of doing it. It's, it's kind of like a meditative thing, I suppose, but it is something about your eyes going as well. Like, I suppose like dreaming, like rapid eye movement. Um and then you just kind of talk about or think think about what comes up. And so essentially, it's I, I think, from how I understand it, it's like a way of get, accessing that kind of 
it is almost like a dream state where your brain makes these subconscious connections between things, which can sometimes be surprising because if you think about something consciously, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, I dreamt about so-and-so because I fancied them. But then sometimes, like you say, it's just like, why on earth did this person come up in this scenario? And then if you kind of get into that state, you can kind of be like, okay, when I feel like you sort of think about what's happening in your body and you're like, when I feel like this, can I recall another time when I felt like this? And you let your mind kind of jump around in time in your in your memories. And whatever comes up is interesting because it's not like whether it's right or wrong and it's not like necessarily the thing, but it's just like, okay, why did my brain go there? And usually there will be something. So it could be that this person is not about the person, but it might be about something that you felt at that time that was significant or comparative to how you're feeling now, or I don't know. So yeah, they fit that like, Mm -hmm memory i suppose it can be um, quite um I find, yeah it can be quite interesting it's quite i find it quite hard to do but yeah uh, i haven't tried it but it's interesting because you mentioned it and then i went to google it and mm. the link is already purple which means i've already been there oh i think it's, i've already there, told you about yeah. it that's why yeah there was there was some kind of meme of like that where it was like sort of something about memento where it's kind of like you, know, you sort of think these things and you're like ah I've already been to these places <laughs> yeah. but I don't remember yeah um, I scanned back and Martin was wearing a wedding ring in the introductory scene oh. in this so we just are you sure it's a wedding ring that. maybe you're well just it's, a, it's, it's a it's a silver band it's a silver band ring on her on her wedding finger the left which is your wedding finger one. I always forget so, left left left. This I always forget which hand the it is. Third one. is the, Supposedly, um, the reason for this is that there's a nerve which connects this finger to the heart. Ah, I like that. That's what I've heard. I'm not sure if it's biologically important it's or nice correct. It's hmm. hmm. Interesting. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it's quite an, quite an exciting minute, really. Well, there's also the cardboard city outside, you didn't say. Yes, yes. So yeah. it's back in the, in Shots, the office and the, the, the sort outside. of dream... Mm. yeah which well i don't know we shouldn't we should we should try to we should definitely i think we should have more than just the illusion i haven't seen the next minute because i have but i don't know this is why i don't like seeing yeah too many I, I, I have yeah okay well, we'll talk about that next one oh. it's right. quite frustrating isn't it you just want to keep going yeah even though yeah it's like it don't it, it's not even like it's the most amazing film. Like once you talk about it in detail, you're like, there's not. I think at the end, maybe we should do like the whole film in yeah. one minute or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just talk about it. Yeah. But, or maybe um, just one like extended episode where we just do, I don't know. Will you watch Palm apart. Springs? Because that'll be fun to talk about. We can just do one episode. <laughs> maybe. But, oh, what? Wait, one episode for the whole film? Yeah. Okay. Yes, rather than like a minute by minute. Oh, you probably like, won't though. Before I'm committing I think you have to, to like, pay like, for it. Another half right. day. <laughs> I'll pay for it. You make it sound like I'm such a no, terrible miser. Well, how no, much because is it you'd, be? you'd have to subscribe to something and then you wouldn't want to do that because oh, how, subscribe, often, how yeah. often are you going to want to watch Ugh, it? Oh, no, subscribe. you probably could just buy it on Amazon yeah, or something. Yeah, I could just buy it on. Well. I, I don't use Amazon. Oh, it was anymore. good. It was fun. <laughs> so, fun time um, travel, travel. Maybe you'll just think it's a bit silly. Um, oh, maybe you could go. Were you <laughs> doing a clap gesture? Do we yeah, need yeah. to clap to finish? We don't need to clap to no, finish. No, of course not. No. <laughs> oh, but there's this thing in... And don't um, do that, because then I'll be like, this is where it's starting. And I'll be like, oh, what? Um, 
in Japanese culture, um, where you, because I, I went to this conference there. Here we are. It has a name. Um, uh, Tejimi. But it's kind of like, well, I went to this conference and they had this nice thing where they were like, okay, the conference, they, they sort of, because it was mostly, it was like 90% Japanese. And, uh, but they sort of would, would do English bits and explain to people, which was nice. And they said, uh, you know, where they sort of, they finished the conference by everyone just clapping at the same time. And then the conference is over and you go into the sort of the party, um, which was kind of cool. Isn't that just what normally happens at the end of the concert? Everyone claps. No, no, but everyone tries to do a sync. Everyone tries to clap at the same time. Oh, yeah. So you just do one clap, and then after that, you do a pause. Why? That's just the way they do things. <laughs> That's really weird. Because it's kind of like that marks the moment that the conference is closed. So it's kind of oh. like, okay. So the conference is finished, and now stuff. David Sedaris yeah. had this very. If I do it, it will just sound bad. Only only David Sedaris can kind of get away with saying these things. But he's like talking about how he he got told in this recording that they have a policy where no one <laughs> applause isn't allowed. That they have to just um, rub their fingers, or they have to do some other gesture. Because he's like, because they said it's discriminatory against people who are like distressed by the sound of applause. And he was just like, what? <laughs> he was like. I'm sorry, but when I do a concert or when I do a performance, I want like thundering applause. I want whoops and screams. I don't want just like a silent people just making a weird <laughs> gesture at me. And he's like, and anyway, how many people is this affect? And if it affected you that much, would you be going to a live performance? And he's got a point. Like, really? Like how many well, people yeah. in the audience are going to be like distressed by the sound of applause? But also, you, I mean, and then also, he's like, anyway, you can't do this gesture if you have no hands. So what? How is it inclusive? What about if you have no hands? Then you can't do this. <laughs> it's like, but you can't it? clap either, presumably. You can't clap either. Yeah. But like, exactly. But it's not solving the problem, then, is it? Um, I mean, it, it also <laughs> sounds like one of those things that you could just make up for everything. You could just be like, yeah, we're not going to do thing, this. But because... what about people who are terrified of that thing? <laughs> and you're like, but what about people who are terrified? of audiences not clapping at the end of a performance. You're just excluding them as well. <laughs>